Welcome to Beating the Market with Scott Welch. Hello, welcome to the Beating the Market podcast. I'm Scott Welch, and in this season one, we're talking about the greatest strategy ever invented. And the bottom line is, we're trying to find a way for regular people to beat the market. Not surprising if you read the title. In the previous episode, we talked about how tough it is to be a trend follower, and that even though trend following has all the research behind it, it's pretty tough to deal with all the losing. Well, this episode, we're going to try to talk about what trend following can do, and we'll start with how I came across it and how it can perform for you. I've been trading since 2004. I've actually been a trader because that was the time where I finally decided I need my money to make money. I've been trading. I started in stocks in 2004, and then I moved into foreign currencies, Forex, in 2009. And since 2012, in specific, I've been developing automated strategies just like these trend followers, by the way. I didn't know that at the time, that all the trend followers were 100% automated. I just thought automating a trading strategy is cool because you don't have to do any work. But anyway, I've been developing these trading strategies, automated, since 2012 for me to trade and for also other people to trade. Now, I've literally spent thousands of hours. I think I'm over 3,000 hours. I think I added it up once. Whatever. I've spent thousands of hours testing automated strategies, and I've tried every possible useful indicator. If you're a trader, that just means oscillators that go up and down and you can trade based on signals developed by these little indicators. And I've used every single possible time frame from very short, one minute all the way up to daily and weekly. And honestly, I've come up with some good strategies um, since 2012 that I've been trading live in the market. But even though I've been working on these, and these are much smaller, these are day trading strategies, even though I've been researching for hours and trading them with live money, all along, I've been thinking about trend following. I've been researching trend following. I've been curious about trend following. And eventually, I just got overwhelmed with all the research, which is why we're here in this podcast in season one. So here's the thing for me. The biggest question in every single one of these systems that I've created, the biggest question is this. Will this thing that I made up work in the future? I mean, that's it. How do I know that me sitting in my office for hours and hours while people say, let's go out, and I say, no, I'm going to test. How do I know that this thing I made up by myself, I mean, who the heck am I? Nobody, right? I'm just a regular, normal person. How will I know that this strategy that I created will work? Now, with my oldest system that I basically made from scratch, and again, I just used principles from really smart people. I didn't necessarily make it up um, brand new originally on my own. But even with my oldest system, it's been working well since 2014, right? It really, I haven't made any changes to it since 2014. Now, that's three years. I'm really proud of that. The fact that something I created from nothing is still working with no modifications. I, I feel pretty proud of that, okay? But trend following, remember, I'm doing research on the side all along. Trend following has been working for hundreds of years. Not since 2014, 
for hundreds of years. How can I just turn my back on that? How can I just ignore? How can anyone ignore? Even if you're a beginner or an experienced trader, how can you turn your back on something that's been working for hundreds of years? And how come no one told me about this? How come nobody grabbed me and slapped me and said, you need to start trend following? How come nobody told me to start doing this when I started studying trading back in 2004? How come nobody told me, right? Well, I'm telling you and I'm telling myself too, right? Because it helps me to talk to you about this. So over the years, even though I've been trading different strategies that I created, I've been watching trend following all along. I mean, I've had them on my charts. No real money on them, but I've been watching and I've been watching the results. Now, when I first read those Turtles books, I loved them so much that that's really, in my mind, that's the only way I wanted to trend follow. Remember that there are multiple ways to trend following. All you really have to do is just try to get involved with the trend. But I was, I've was i been fascinated by the Turtles. I'm still fascinated by the Turtles. So that's the program that I built. That's the system that I developed. Now, the one that I have that I created that I have code for, that I watch trade every single day, and I've been watching for a while, it's not exactly the same as the Turtles. The Turtles had a one-size-fits-all fit, methodology that they put on everything. I did not do it exactly, but I did it very, very similarly. And the Turtles would not be trading exactly the same thing today. At least, they wouldn't be trading the exact same methodology on everything exactly the same. Turtle methods, by the way, still work on some things just fine. But even Jerry Parker, one of the original turtles, says he's made some small tweaks, right? So even the turtles, Eckhart, the founder, and Parker, the original turtle, they do it almost like they did then. They made a little tweak. So that's what I did. I built a strategy. I had it programmed for me. I only do a little bit of coding, and I gave this to an expert to code for me. But I built a strategy similar to the turtles, as I said, and applied it to Forex, foreign currencies. Right Now, the reason I did that, well, I've been looking at Forex since 2009, so that's what I looked at every day. So I said, hmm, let's put trend following on it. But in all of the podcasts that I've listened to and all the research I've done, I've only been able to find one other fund manager who trades Forex. Huh, pretty cool. Most of them do other things like commodity stocks or whatever. So, hmm, I'm going to take the turtle methodologies and I'm going to put it on Forex. Only one other person does it. I'm pretty unique, right? <laughs> I'm doing something kind of cool. So I had the strategy built and I put it on the charts and I've been watching a trade now for over a year. Actually, it's been longer than that. And you know what? You know what's happened to my little strategy that I had built a while ago? It's performed just like the research said it would. Gasp, I know. Using just two currency pairs for me, again, this is me, using just two currency pairs because I like to keep it simple. Most trend followers do more than that. In the past two, 10 years, using two currency pairs, my currency portfolio would have averaged, again, this is hypothetical data. I'm just saying it. I told you already. I've just been watching it it would have averaged 26.4% per year. Past 10 years, average 26.4%. Whoa, right? Okay, how has the market done over that exact same time? 9.5%. Oh my goodness. 
Now, I didn't take taxes out for each one. With these gains, you'd have to take some taxes out for the winners and blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's just talk about raw numbers. I did take trading costs out of my robots, um, but I did not take taxes out. Still, 26.4, Okay, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Remember back in a previous episode in this season, in uh, the trend is your friend research paper? Do you remember that one? Remember what it said? Oh, yeah. It said that trend following strategies triple the return of index funds. Remember that went back several decades? Okay. Hmm. Momentum strategies do three times as well as index. Okay, got it. What did my research show? Again, just hypothetical numbers. You know what they showed? Trend following strategies triple the returns of the index fund. I just said it. 26 divided by 9 is almost three times exactly. My research lab experiment has shown exactly the same thing as all the research. Crazy, right? But that's not all. Because for an index fund during that past 10 years, remember what we talked about. You would have had to suffer through a 50% decline between 2007 and 2009, right? That included that 2008 debacle. The maximum your account would have dropped is over 50%, 50.9%. If you had 100,000, at one point, your account would have shown 50. Not many people made it through. I know you're supposed to as an index funder, but many didn't. They bailed, and they suffered, and lives were changed. That's a 50% drawdown. Okay, so what's the worst that my little Forex trend-following portfolio lost? just under 30%. Isn't that what the research showed? It produced, hypothetically, three times the return for way less drawdown, almost half the drawdown. Three times the reward, twice as easy to make it through. Less suffering. You see what I'm saying? My little experiment that I've been watching blew the index funds away, just like the research said it would. But guess what? After all the benefits, that might not even be the best thing about trend following. There may be even something that's even more outstanding. And we'll get to that in the next episode. If you'd like more information, you can always go to my website at scottwelsh.me. If you want to email the podcast, you can email at beatthemarketpodcast at gmail.com. 